Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Meerkat Musings podcast. I am your host, Darth Damon, and on this occasion, I am reminiscing on the recent Nintendo Direct that I stayed up for and watched. I watched with hope in my heart, and that hope was fairly roundly dashed, shall we say. Okay, maybe that's a bit harsh, but from my personal point of view, it wasn't what I expected, and it wasn't what I wanted. Now, you may be aware, if you follow my blog, that I am a very big fan of the Legend of Zelda series. A series which actually today, as it happens, celebrates its 35th anniversary. So, the hope would be, in preparation for this occasion, that Nintendo would announce something reasonably exciting, something big, like they did for the Mario 35 anniversary, which saw quite a lot of fanfare, and some new games, as it happens as well. It also saw the re-release of some classic Mario games as well. So why not do the same thing for Zelda? Well, we've had a re-release of one game, which I will come to in a second or two. But the one that I think most Zelda fans were hoping for, and they were hoping that this Nintendo Direct would yield some news on, was the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Sadly, no such news was forthcoming. Nintendo had no information for us. They even took to the stage to announce they had no information for us and asked people to be patient, which is fair enough. I can understand that developing a game is, well, time-consuming and challenging, and I certainly couldn't do it. But nonetheless, Nintendo first teased at the sequel's Breath of the Wild back in 2019. They even had a trailer for the game. They actually had, actually had produced footage, which presumably was in-game footage. Uh, although, who knows, of course. But it looked very much like they were using the same game engine as before. They may have even been using the same game map as before. So you would think, in some respects, a lot of the legwork, if you like, for the sequel would already be there. Of course, we have to bear in mind that throughout 2020 and beginning of this year, we've had this issue with the pandemic. COVID-19 has disrupted a lot of things all around the world. It would hardly be surprising if it's impacted upon the production of Breath of the Wild 2. You would expect it to have impacted everything. And Nintendo are notorious for not releasing stuff until they're absolutely sure it's ready. And they will have seen a lot of the stuff going on out there with, for example, Cyberpunk launching full of bugs and issues. And Nintendo are not going to risk that with one of their flagship franchises. No, they will not release Breath of the Wild 2 until they are absolutely certain it is the final finished polished article. And to give Nintendo their due, that's what we want. We don't want a game launching that's full of bugs, that requires updates and whatnot. Nintendo historically have usually released games that have been in fine working order. 
right from the very start. They took a long time over the first Breath of the Wild. I think that was first teased back in, uh, I think, 2015, if not before, uh, for the Wii U. And they they worked on it and worked on it and worked on it, and they didn't produce the final finished game uh, until it was ready for launch on both the Switch and the Wii U. And it was a brilliant game. Nonetheless, and you know what, it's arguably perhaps the fault of the fans. There was a lot of expectation that the Nintendo Direct the other day would give us some fascinating, exciting, brand new news on the sequel. Or possibly that it might mention the 35th anniversary in other ways. One game that I would love to see remade would be A Link to the Past. Nintendo remade Link's Awakening for the Switch and they took that original 8-bit Game Boy game, spruced it up, gave it some new features, sent it back out there, and it was gorgeous. So I often imagine, what could they do with A Link to the Past? Surely they could do something similar. Surely they could do something else for the 35th anniversary. But alas, there was no news on that score. Instead, the one thing Zelda-related that Nintendo did announce was that they would be re-releasing the 2011 title Skyward Sword on the Switch. Now, if you like Skyward Sword, fair play to you, then I'm sure you'll be looking forward to its, its re-release. Nintendo have been working to optimise it for use on the Switch, and I'm sure they will do a very good job of making sure it's suited for the console. Personally, I'm not fussed, and Skyward Sword will not be a game that I go out of my way to get hold of. I had it on the on the original Nintendo Wii. I have mixed feelings about the game. That's probably the best way to describe it. The story I thought was fantastic. The story took us back to the very beginnings of the Zelda timeline, and it gave us an origin story, shall we say. Uh, for for Link, for Zelda, for Ganon, and the events were kind of wrapped around that. But the gameplay itself, whilst it had some highlights, was also filled with repetitive moments and some frustrating set pieces that just detracted from the enjoyment of the game. Some people have complained about the motion controls, um... For me, it was less about the controls and just more about the fact that there were certain things you had to do over and over again and there were certain annoying things you had to do over and over again to make progress. And the game was probably, of all the Zelda games, it was by far and away the most rigidly linear game. Ocarina of Time, as wonderful a game as that is, kick-started something with Nintendo Zelda games. Rather than having this kind of open world approach where every person's playthrough could be a little bit different or could be very different depending on the game, we began to get funneled into the situation where everyone would have exactly the same playthrough experience of New Zelda games. And Skyward Sword was really the final evolution of that idea. I know for a fact the way that I played through that game will be exactly the same as the way that everyone else played through that game. Because there is no other way. 
And you know, the, the traditional idea or the original idea of Zelda games being about exploration, finding things for yourself, stumbling across things for yourself. With Skyward Sword, that was finally what and truly out the window. That was a buried notion. And then came Breath of the Wild, of course, where Nintendo Nintendo demonstrated they understood those frustrations and they created something that was the polar opposite of Skyward Sword in pretty much every conceivable way. So we have this remake coming. I won't be getting it. As I say, I was not a fan of the original. Uh, if you liked it, fair play. But I personally feel that they've re-released, of all the games they could have picked from, the weakest Zelda game. There were others they could have redeveloped, ported, whatever you want to call it, and they've chosen the one I would have gone for the least. And I stayed up till quite late the other night to watch this announcement, to watch this rather disappointing announcement in my view. But who knows, who knows? This is still the year of the 35th anniversary of Zelda, Nintendo are bound to make some form of announcement at some stage. It would be very daft of them not to. And it would be fascinating to see what they have to say. There are many, many possibilities, many, many possibilities for what they could announce over the coming sort of days and weeks and months. I will... I'll keep my fingers crossed, although I'm not particularly optimistic that will get a link to the past remake of some kind. I will eagerly await news of Breath of the Wild 2. And beyond that, anything else, I guess, will be, will be a bonus. 